podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Patan cuts back Perlini, took away his angle. Here's Mosey. Mosey off a glove, an Italian glove, so no icing. Trivellato, 2.15 remaining. Liam Kirk with the steal. Liam Kirk with the open net. Here's Nielsen. Nielsen scores! 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 Gay Nielsen into the empty net. What's your favorite color, Great Britain? It's going to be gold. It's going to be gold on a Friday night at Motor Point Arena. They only went and did it. Cade Nielsen's empty net goal late against Italy secured Great Britain not only the coveted gold medal, but a place at the top table again among the world's elite. What a weekend it's been. Welcome to Elite, the Elite Ice Hockey League podcast. Unofficial, of course, as we extend our international duties a little longer to get the reflections from what became a glorious week in Nottingham. We are joined by the man who was voted player of the tournament as he shares his thoughts and experience of that great night on Friday. Yes, we've got Ben Bounds, he of three shutouts, the GB and Cardiff Devils netminder, and he's going to tell us what it was like to take on the world again. This is Elite. Bounsy, firstly, wonderful to, to see you. How's your weekend been? Yeah, it's not been too bad. It was a little, uh, little crazy. Obviously, Friday is a memory that's going to last me forever. So I'll, I'll never forget that day. But um, yeah, Friday night, I didn't get too crazy, to be fair. But I didn't get back in bed till about quarter to six in the morning. Um, <laughs> Ollie Betteridge came back to my room and jumped on me, woke me up again. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're a late night. Not not too long over the next morning. So I kind of behaved. And then I went to the showcase tournament just to ruin my... Um, we, had, we had a stall there with Coast to Coast Clothing. So... Um, they, they were kind enough to give us a, a stall there to help us with the business and, and grow it a bit more and get it to kids. So it was nice to go and run that for for a little bit and um, see the kids there and lots of people stopping having photos with the medal. So you kind of hit home kind of what we've done. Yeah, I was just going to say that with all the kids being there as well, they'd have been an absolute wonderment at seeing somebody like you at a thing like that. Yeah, no, definitely. It was good to see how much uh, kids kids were interested and in, uh, obviously seeing all the smiles and and taking those pictures, like I say, is pretty cool. And uh, that's when it kind of hits home, how special it is and how big, obviously, GBR now in this country for us. So what an achievement, of course, winning the gold medal and promotion to the top group again next year. Congratulations on that fantastic achievement. So just describe how the week went and the feeling in the locker room as, as the days went on. Well, I think it was, if you if you think back to Budapest, I think we were kind of going into that tournament uh, at the same division, just trying not to get relegated. Obviously, we'd come up from the year before and obviously everything being crazy, like the way that it happened and us getting gold and, and staying up for three years, it, it, we, we've come a lot a long way as a team um, and as individuals, we're, we're a lot, lot better than what we were back then. So we knew that on our, as long as we were on our game and we stuck together, we stuck to the game plan, we knew that we could beat every team. Uh, if every individual pulled uh, pulled in the right direction. Everyone pulled as, as one. Um, off our staff as well as coaches and players, we, we knew we wouldn't have a problem. But obviously doing that and being in the position that we were on our ice, it just adds pressure. And if I'm honest, I mean, you can give me a playoff finals, final day league championships, whatever, Challenge Cup finals. But I, I don't think I've ever really kind of felt pressure like like this last week. Here. Um, so obviously have that chance to go up like I've, like I've just been saying and do it on home ice, we'd probably never get that chance chance to do that again. And obviously when you've been at Pool A for three years and 
you've, you've experienced it, you know what you're missing and you know how, how much it means to the, the fans and the guys and obviously just the, the whole whole experience, you want to get back there as quick as can. So I think this will probably going to be our best chance ever at getting straight back up. Um, and it just obviously compounded on that pressure side of things, but everyone handled it really well and got the right result at the end. You talked about pressure. Was there nerves as well? Was it probably more nervy than you've ever experienced in the past before, given how well the week had gone and this was the game you really had to make it count? Um, I think it's a, it's a tough one when it comes to nerves. I think if I'd have been younger, I would have been really nervous. But as you get older, you kind of realise there's, there's bigger things in life than, than hockey, even when the pressure is piling on. So you, I don't tend to get as nervous anymore as what I used to. But yeah, there's you, but at the same time, it's not you start thinking more and you understand... Uh, you've not got as long left on your career and you might not get this chance again and, and things like that. So um, obviously you you kind of know the magnitude or you understand the magnitude of it more than when you were younger. So it's it's kind of like a, a, a weird balance where you're not as nervous, but you're also kind of more worried. So it's uh, it's, a, it's kind of a weird one to explain. And then the added thing of, of it being John's last game, we wanted to send him up, uh, well, send him off in the right way. And of course, you've had those recent experiences in, in Group A, as, you, as you've said in the past as well. And that would have helped get into Friday the fact you can handle those big occasions. Yeah, I mean, we, we knew that we weren't the underdog anymore. I think we, we spoke about it in one of the pre-tournament games or, or it might have even been the first tournament game, I can't remember what it was, but we talked about being having that underdog mentality. But at the same time, we know that we're not an underdog anymore. But I think that, that mindset is the right way to go about it because I think that's kind of what we thrive off. I think uh, in previous years we probably lacked a little bit of belief in that last that lack of just killer instinct. We hadn't put teams to bed. Um, obviously, when we, when we when we're coming from behind, like we showed against Hungary, France, and then Norway last year, um, and and Denmark in Riga, it showed you just what we're capable of. But obviously, we we did throw away a couple of leads in Finland. Uh, I think that was just kind of a lack of belief uh, a little bit. I think we were just kind of waiting for. The worst to happen, unfortunately, it did was now we had to flip that mindset around to right. We're better. We we're going to kill these teams off. We're going to, and then once they're down, we're going to step on the throats. And uh, as horrible as that sounds, that's, that's kind of what you got to do in, in sport. And you got to you got to kill teams off while while they're down. Of course, the game on Friday, watching it, it was a very close run affair. You guys were scoring. Italy were equalising. You know, it felt as though it could have gone either way at one stage in the game. At what point did you feel that it was confirmed for you that that was that was it for you guys? You'd done it. I think there were two little points. I think the first one that kind of um, that kind of got me is when we we got the delayed penalty and I made it to the bench and we held on. And I can remember a play going uh, cross seam and I think we we maybe just missed missed that opportunity. And I can remember think we but then we managed to regain control and I thought so from the bench he would like if we keep all this working back door again you can see the gaps opening up. Um, we're, we're banging it in and then that's it. Then we're, we're not going to let go. And obviously we we did. We did exactly that. We, uh, I think it was Hammy played it back. Dark Kirky went cross scene to him. He went back across the scene, which is uh, horrendous for a goalie. You can't. No one can really handle that. And uh, obviously, I think it was Pearls. Back Dog tapped it in again. Um, I think it was Pearls anyway. But it's still a bit of a blur. But um, no, that that was the first one. And then obviously, the I knew just in the third, I'd, I'd probably have to make one or two big saves. And it was just making sure that I did at the time. And as soon as I made um, the the post to post save in the third, that's. In my head, that's when I knew right, that that's it. Now we, we've done it, and um, I, I knew because um, I'm a stubborn, stubborn guy, stubborn going. I thought I'm not making that save for us to throw it away. So um, yeah, that that was kind of I think that just kind of killed it. That was their final chance, and we uh, backed down the hatches after that and didn't give anything else up. 
you've had some big games for, for GB in the past. You, you probably listed a good half a dozen off the top of my head right now. How how much up the chart is this one compared to the other ones? Um, I think it's the whole tournament is probably up there is is one of my favourite from a personal accolade point of view, just because obviously setting the well equaling the record that's uh, not been done since nineteen thirty eight. I mean that's pretty amazing. It's um, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it now. I mean, obviously, just adding that to yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's it's um, it's it, yeah, it's it's just another another um, chapter or another milestone that I've been able to add to my career, and it it, it feels really special. You can tell I'm, I'm even kind of lost words for it even now. So, yeah, that that one's really special. Obviously, um, being named goalie of the tournament, that one of the objectives I've set just um, carry my form that I had for the last 25, 30 games of the season and um, carry that into into the tournament. I knew that we'd, we'd be right up there with a chance. I knew that I'd been with a chance of getting goal of the tournament as well and kind of uh, really putting a marker down on um, at the end of the season. And of course, you spoke a little bit earlier about the pressure um, going into to this game and maybe the tournament as a whole. How much did the disappointment of last year fuel the determination this year to succeed at the first attempt? Uh, no, I think it was huge. I think it was just obviously we were disappointed. We knew that we should have stayed up. Um, we missed, a, I think, in the second period, we missed quite a few breakaways. And then I uh, I didn't have my best third period. And, and that happens. That's, that's life. That happens in sports. I don't think we necessarily deserve to come down. But we had the chance against uh, Latvia to put them away in, in Austria. And we just didn't quite take it. And uh, I think um, this year, it just, it just made you that little bit hungry just to get straight back up and get back to that top pool A experience again. Speaking to a few of your, your teammates over the course of the last couple of weeks, I get a real feel of togetherness. And I, I guess it's fair to say it's always like that in GB. But what is it like this year compared to previous years working with the guys? No, this, this year was awesome again. Um, I mean, it was, it was kind of hard seeing some of the guys cut. I mean, obviously um, playing with a few of them guys in Cardiff and knowing a lot of the others for many years, they're all really good guys, really good players. So seeing them cut like they were on the... The last few days um, before the tournament started, that that was kind of hard to as a, as a group to to go through, and I think uh, it did put a bit of a downer on it for a couple of days. But we we managed obviously with being an experienced group to to get back out of it. But I think um, yeah, I think Finland was um, probably one of the strangest ones that I'd, I'd been to in terms of togetherness because we, we all were together. There's a few individuals in that team that maybe didn't quite fit as well. Uh, and I think that kind of maybe um, they, they didn't kind of buy into that ethos of, of the GB team uh, just being one rather than being individual. So yeah, it was just, it, it was just a, it's just back to a family environment again. So from the way you've spoken and the way the other guys have spoken to me over the last week, I, I get a real measure of just how far this team has come uh, in terms of expectation in the last few years. Is that, a, is that a fair comment to make, the fact you have set the standard so high now? Yeah, I think every year it's, you're expected to get higher and higher, right? Whether that's individually or as a team. Um, you set you set the bar and, and you raise it and then it's set for the next season and you raise it again. And uh, if you don't quite get to that bar that people expect or you don't get over that bar, should I say, I, I don't think we've read that there's many people that don't get to the bar that they've already set. It's, sometimes it doesn't go as far as what people expect. So, um, it does put that pressure on, but at the same time, it's exciting. You'd rather be doing that than than being at the bottom of in one B or one C or two A again. So, um, yeah, I think that now it's just a case of Isaac like UK just have to keep up with the progression that the actual teams make and hopefully start building on the junior development side of things as well. Yeah. What performance did you think was the one that, that maybe helped the team click through the course of the week? I know it takes a few games for you to to find your rhythm. Was the one game that, that you thought, yeah, this is it for us? 
Well, I think the pre-tournament games were, were some of our best best games, actually. The, the Latvian Hungary games, where they're at a, at a higher level and it's easy for us to raise our game uh, when, it's, when, when they're up there like they are, especially Latvia. Um, I thought we started very, very solid against Korea. We, we didn't give them many chances. We scored early on. Um, then Lithuania, I know a couple of games, we were kind of frustrated with the Lithuania game, uh, the Polish game. I think we just kind of tied in that third period, having a quick turnaround. Um, so I think that that could have a few years ago that could have killed us. Obviously, being up, um, what was it, three one, and they pulling it, and then four three, and then pulling it back again um, to take it into OT. I mean, um, that could have killed us a few years ago and kind of set a precedent for the rest of the rest of the tournament, or maybe even loss in in overtime, which could have been even worse for us. Um, so I, I think that just kind of showed the true character to come out for the next game. It wasn't the best performance against Lithuania, but we, sh- we still shut them out and we still won. Um, and then, again, going to Romania, we started slow and I think it was probably the last 30 minutes of the Romania game where we really started kind of rolling and you could see the guys were, were ready to go then. I mean, we, we put seven past them in, like I said, it must have been either just over or just under 30 minutes. And I think that's, uh, for a GB team, that's pretty unheard of. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that definitely... From watching it from my perspective, because I'm obviously in a special position where I get to see the guys go to work and I get to see it all happening in front of me and I see it from a different perspective to what the players do sometimes. So seeing them going and seeing the different things that we're doing, making it simple, getting to the net, battling hard, all these good habits just, just seem to click and you knew going into the Italy game that that was just going to carry on and we've been with a really good chance. So yeah, I'd say the last 30 minutes of the Romania game is probably um, the turn is the point where I kind of knew that we were gonna we were gonna do it. And you must enjoy seeing the evolution of the team as well over the last few years, where it's gone certainly under Pete the the, the heights that you've reached as well, and seeing a lot of the young guys coming in. We've seen Liam Kirk really come on a bundle the last few years. Cade Nielsen's a real asset to the team as well, and a few others too. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's exciting. I think obviously it's sad now that we're losing Jonna. Um, but I think we, we've probably had one of our best mixes of old and young. And the the thing is, it's, it's crazy because I think some of the guys that are getting older have actually got better with age. And um, even though we're getting towards the back end of our careers, it's it's still, um, the, the guys are still all getting better. And I think that's just a testament to the, to the guys. Um, and obviously bringing in the, the young guys like Walls, like Kirky, like like Kid, um, it, it just, I think the mix that we have right now of speed, skill and experience is, it's pretty much spot on, and hopefully we can we can take that into next year. And then obviously, I mean, Pete's P is 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 an awesome coach, right? And uh, I think the big thing with Peaches is honest. You know where you stand, and and he understands it. He gets it. He knows what it's like, what it is to be British. Uh, he, he knows what we have to go through as individuals and and as being British players, and obviously having that British tagline that we have, whether that's in the European League or the British League, and uh, sometimes he draws on that. And then you have the the brains of Corey as well. I mean, Corey's an unbelievable person. Obviously, playing with him. My first few years in GB and uh, working under him as a coach, Chuck came in and did an unbelievable job the years before. Kiefer, obviously, everyone knows how good Kiefer is. And then you got Ewan King pulled in as well as, as the goalie coach for the last few years, which has really transformed it for me and Wiss and, and Head. So, uh, yeah, I think the program from a coaching perspective has never been stronger. And it's just, I think the same can be said from a, from a playing perspective. Now, now that the team's gone back to the, the top group again, there'll be a lot of attention on it, the worldwide media and all that. You, you were a. Uh... You got a lot of attention from the worldwide media, largely down to your performances and those things again. Are you you ready for that again? Yeah, it'll be exciting. Obviously, we got another season to get through first, but uh, it's, a, it's a long way away. But no, it, it's always it's it's always exciting. Obviously, um, 
I think the first year is a bit overwhelming, if I'm, if I'm honest, and for the first few days, and then you kind of get used to it and start enjoying it because uh, it's, it's just nice to see British guys, British teams, British players um, getting that kind of recognition that they deserve. And I think the way that the kind of world reacts to us is it's, it's pretty cool to see at times. And of course, it is on to Czechia next year, a crack at the top teams. Now that you've had a few goes at it previously, do you feel you'll be better prepared for the experience this time of, of going up and that, that step up again? Yeah, I think each year that we're up there, um, we we got better and better. So hopefully we can we can build on that again. I mean, you just have to look at our scores and what we were getting beat the first year in Slovakia. Then obviously Riga, we we took it to a lot of teams. Obviously we we took Denmark to OT. We we ran Sweden close. We we only lost by one to Slovakia. Then we we beat Belarus. And um, I think the special bit about that year for me was with it being a bye year for with no relegation due to COVID, um, we 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 went in a relegation spot. So you can't say that GB stayed up on, on the COVID just just through COVID. So uh, that's that were pretty cool for us. And then the year that we got relegated, I'd argue that that's probably one of our best years. We uh, all the games were pretty tight, um, apart from the the Swedish one, the Sweden one. So uh, you look even at the Finland one, we're playing in front of fifteen thousand Finns against the number one seed in the world and uh, I think I think the score was it six 0 or something like that. But there were four on goals there, just bouncing off guys. And you think on, on another day, I mean, how, how many times do you really see four on goals going going in net? So um, yeah, I mean that that could have been even tighter. But there was there was no real proper blowouts like the like the first year in Slovakia. And I think if we can just keep building on that, build from this year, take the momentum, take the offensive confidence as well, uh, which I think sometimes we lack at the top. Um, and we we could be in for one hell of a tournament again. Now the the top group competition starts later this week uh, as we speak. It's in Finland and Latvia. So do you plan to take any of it in? Have a watch, maybe a bit of a pre scout, or is that you switching off from hockey altogether now for the next few weeks? Probably more of a switch off. I'll, I'll keep track of the playoffs. Um, maybe I mean if if there's there's one on TV, I might split, flick it on if if my wife's working, but. No, I think it's, uh, it's it's always important to just get away from hockey uh, after a long season. So I, I usually have two or three weeks where I just try and switch off and, and do nothing and then uh, get back in the gym and really start thinking about next season again. So while I've got you, Boundary, we'll touch on some reflections from your season in Cardiff. And for you, first season back after a, a couple of seasons away. Firstly, how nice was it to be back in Cardiff, a, play you know, a place you know so well, of course. And did you feel like you were a better goalie from that experience of being abroad for a couple of years? Yeah, it was awesome. To be fair, I mean, it's 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 what me and Jade both wanted. Um, obviously, my my wife has a as the business here in Barry, so uh, we had two years. It was pretty hard on her. Um, obviously, being in Graz during the COVID year and everything being on lockdown, super strictness, being away from family. Uh, I know that was quite hard on her, and obviously with my injury. And uh, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be playing right now. I've said that in in previous interviews, but I mean, she did all my rehab for me in Graz. Um, and if it was like say, if it, basically if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be playing right now. I'm playing at the level that I am. Um, so yeah, I think that she took a lot of my stress on board, and uh, she had a pretty rough year over there. So that was, that was hard to see. But she was uh, she's strong, she's supportive, and uh, she allowed me to go out to Slovakia. And I mean, those, those two leagues are unbelievable. Like this, the Slovak league, especially. I mean, it's probably one of the hardest leagues in the world for goalers because it's just all out offense, lots of skill. Um, and the, the speed out there is, is unbelievable. I, the, the hockey there, I really enjoyed. So, yeah, it was uh, again though. It was it was a, a tough year for for both of us. Um, obviously, being away from family again for her, it's 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 not nice to to see all the time. But at the same time, um, we, we at least we had family to come out 
a couple of times that year. So yeah, they were they were still when you look back. I mean, the you have the old um, highlight feature on your phone or whatever it is, the little memories that pop up and you get sometimes they'll, they'll pop up from Graz or Austria and our uh, trench and, and different parts of Slovakia and Budapest that you want to visit and you realise the memories that you actually had the chance to make and, and that was pretty cool. But I think to, to just finally come back to Cardiff and, and settle down and obviously trying to start a family, um, it's um, that that was kind of the goal and that's what we wanted to do. And luckily for us, there was a spot opening Cardiff that, that wanted me back and, yeah, that was uh, definitely a lot of fun. And as for the goaltending side of things, it, it definitely evolved my game. Um, I, I don't think I've ever been as quick, uh, as fast as this, never been as strong or as light. So it, it was kind of cool. But um, obviously, to start with, you you have to adapt back to the North American style rather than the rather than the old European style. It's here's a lot more north south stop start rather than east west and just all out flow. Now, as I ask you this question, I'm mindful of the fact we don't know what you're going to be doing next season as yet. But ultimately, disappointment in the end for Cardiff, finishing fourth, losing the playoff final. So you know the club well. How much will that fuel the desire to really go for it next year and really challenge the Belfast Giants? Well, I think every team's got to chase Belfast now. I mean, it's, when I was at Cardiff before, every, every team was chasing us. And when I first got to Cardiff, every team was chasing Sheffield. So it kind of goes in cycles, right? But um no, I mean, a, a club keeps setting the the bar slightly higher. But I mean, as as far as Cardiff, it was, uh, obviously, it was frustrating. I mean, you, you don't go to Cardiff to, to come fourth, right? And um, I think that obviously the year before, I know they come third, but they were out of the title race by Christmas, uh, not mathematically, but realistically, they were out of it. And uh, the big game was sustain it for as long as we could. And we were in it until pretty much the Belfast doubleheader. So we were in it longer than last than the season before, but still not long enough. I, I always like to be in it till at least the last week or the last weekend. So, And then you never know what can happen on those. So, yeah, that was frustrating. Obviously, to get to the playoff final uh, was good for us. But then, uh, obviously, to lose it like we did, that was, uh, that was pretty frustrating. It was a tough way to end the season. A big thanks to Ben Bounds for joining us on the show and congratulations again to Pete Russell and the rest of the GB team for their success last week. We'll have more guests to come later this week, so keep an eye out on our social media pages at underscore Elite IH on Twitter and Elite Podcast on Facebook. And we'll reveal who's coming up as the long summer of signings gets underway. If you've missed any shows along the way, subscribe to Elite on your preferred podcast provider, including Spotify, Amazon and Apple, where new episodes will drop when they're ready. Thank you for listening. I'll be back soon. Elite Hockey. Elite Listening. Bye for now. Podcast Network.